good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and today I am, as always, and probably forever, I'm talking to myself. And uh, I want to talk today, you know, the, the coronavirus is the big story. The coronavirus is everything that is what's happening right now. People are dying, getting sick, being quarantined, jobs being lost or being put on hold, or places being shut down, events being canceled, all those things that are happening because of this virus. And I, you know, I got to thinking, like, what, what would I talk about with this? Because, like, everybody else is talking about the coronavirus, but it's important. Um, it's an important topic. But I also thought, what if, what if we could also look into some of the silver linings about some of this stuff? Like, I know it's, it's hard to sometimes see the, the, see the, the silver lining and the, on the dark cloud when, you know, all, all it feels like you're getting is rain and you can't see well and it's dark and this metaphor is being stretched on far enough. <laughs> um, but I thought I would try. And so I got this idea. I just went on to Reddit and I started, you know, I don't usually go to Reddit much. I'm one of the few people that doesn't spend a whole lot of time on Reddit. But I thought I would try. Give it a shot. What's on there? Why do people always put posts from there? I've seen some pretty funny stuff. Let's, let's explore. So I'm shooting from the hip a little bit on this episode, and I found a page that I thought was pretty interesting. A lot of humorous things on Reddit, but, you know, as I was as I was scoping through, I actually found a post that's exactly kind of what I was hoping to find, which was, serious replies only, what is something good happening in the world right now? And this was posted, um, you know, just a few hours ago. As of this recording, I'm recording on, uh, what the hell is even today? I think it's, it's, um... Well, technically, it's at midnight as of this recording, so it's 3.17, March 17th. So, if you guys want to know, this one's actually probably the most relevant and recent episode that I've recorded that will be posted roughly within a day or two of me recording the episode. Not normal, but, you know, this is a little bit more topical. Um, and so, as of 12 hours from me recording this, um, so sometime on the 16th, somebody posted this. And um, so... I thought I would go through some of these and see where we're at. And and just to be clear, I know I know that this is serious. I know that um, I know this is a hard situation for a lot of people. And I'm feeling it myself at my job. You know, I, I my job is very intimate. I work with people very closely. And if I bump into somebody and and somehow through interacting with them catch the coronavirus, and I'm a carrier, and I give it to any of these people that I work with, a lot of them are older, you know, and, and if I found that any of those people got sick, you know, I'd wonder if it was me, and I know that there are a lot of people out there that are paranoid, and I feel bad for those who have any sort of phobias or, or germ germophobias or uh, uh, any obs- obsessive compulsions, uh, hell, I, I, I praise I praise the strength of healthcare workers and caregivers. Um, I, your resolve has to be amazing right now. Um, you know, when all these other places are shutting down, you guys are staying open and you're working hard and you're you're fighting the fight. You know, doctors, nurses, physicians, physical assistants, uh, physician assistants. Um, you know, caregivers, uh, orderlies, all everyone who's in these hospitals, these medical facilities. These, medical expresses, whatever have you, that are sticking around, uh, grocery store people, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, attendants, sales folk, uh, cashiers, all you people that are there, you're facing hundreds of people every day who are panic buying and, and pushing and shoving to get all these things, I mean, all of you that are there and what, what they consider essential businesses, you guys are great, uh, you know, 
thank you for doing what you do, and I know that uh, that's that's got to be tough for you. Um, and uh, I know that not everybody's going to be thinking about you, but just know that I am, and many other people are, and I hope that you're staying safe and staying positive and staying healthy. And, um, you know, keep, keep your chin up. You're, you're doing a good thing. Um, you know, that's kind of why I wanted to do this, because I, I, I think it is easy to get lost in this miasma of, of the world's ending and people are jerks and, you know, tons of people are swarming hospitals even though they don't have corona and they're not listening to the CDC's advice on how to figure out if you do or who to call. Um, and there's a lot of things that are mixed up and everybody's mad at the president and who isn't. But, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do on our own. Um, and I'm starting to think that while a lot of people are quarantining themselves for safety or doing social distancing, I think this is good. Um, it gives us a lot of time to reflect. And I think it's good that all these things that consume a lot of energy and consume a lot of time and kind of pull us away from one another in a way are good. And I realize there are some places that have to shut down that would bring us closer together, but how many times have you gone into a crowded place and not talked to a single person? You go to a bar, sit by yourself. You go to a movie, watch it by yourself. You go into the grocery store and not interact with anybody, go to the automatic checkouts. You know, um, I think this is good. Like, this is good for all of us to do this. And not all of us are quarantined. Not all of us are, are hidden away. I still have my job right now, anyway. Um, and uh, who knows, that might change in a couple of days for all I know. But I know a lot of people are being affected, a lot of people who don't want to come in and who've called us. And uh, everybody has the rights to feel what they feel, to feel what they feel. So I thought, let's dive into some good things. Um, you know, something that was already pointed out in this Reddit list is that um, pollution has been going down because people are going out less. Uh, and I thought, well, hey, there's there's a silver lining right there. Um, somebody somebody mentioned that um, the COVID-19 has cut China's emissions by 100 million tons or somewhere in the ballpark. Um, just because, you know, there's a lot less travel and people are staying in. Um, you know, I'm not saying that we should praise coronavirus for this, but, I mean, find silver linings where you can. Um, you know, somebody also mentions on here uh, that they read recently how the canals in Venice are much cleaner because there's far less tourists that are polluting it. So, that's, that's something to hang our hats on a little bit, isn't it? Um, you know, someone in here got a little bit more... Th- thoughtful and they said anybody who saw this post is alive and breathing you may not be well you might be going through a tough time in your life but you're alive comparing to yesterday that's one day less to face one day less to conquer and one day less to suffer you know i think i think that belongs there i think that's um it's a very good comment to to make and you know i think i think it's um I think it's nice that that's one of the first things that you see on here is they're like, hey, let's talk about pollution. You know, I left, I have a podcast episode coming up soon about that, how the world's getting cleaner. Um, you know, I mean, think about this. More people, more than ever, are washing their hands way more than they probably ever have. People are maintaining and cleaning their stuff. Now, will they always be that way? Who knows? But, you know, Pollution, again, is decreasing. Uh, a lot of factories are being closed right now, so that's a lot of less air emissions. Um, you know, uh, I think 
it's made people, even myself, more weary of like where germs may hide. I found out the other day from watching an interview with a doctor. Uh, what was his name? Something Gupta. Uh, I feel so bad. I can't remember his name. Um, and he talks. He he shared how when you're washing your hands, it's very common for people to miss a couple of spots on their hands that are usually pretty pretty easy to get to, but just once people overlook, like. He says, the thumbs are one of the least washed things on the hand. We're so busy scrubbing up the rest of the hand that we ignore the thumbs because it's on the outside. Also, the creases on the back of your hand that go in between your fingers. He said, it's also another one that when people's hand sanitizer wash, very seldom do they get into the creases. you got to get in those creases. Hey, listen. You've got to get in the creases. You have to. Just get in there. Get in the creases. Scrub them good. And then get your thumbs. Really, really work your thumbs. you got to work them in there. If you don't give your thumbs love, then then are you really a person? I mean, there are other creatures out there that would love thumbs, but don't have them. So pay attention to your thumbs, folks. Come on. Are you an animal? No, animals would use their thumbs. Wash their thumbs. I bet you monkeys wash theirs. Can't bet you they do. Anyway, moving on. Apparently the honeybee populations are on the rise, so that's interesting. Um, you know, uh, that's something I'd like to look at more. Uh, somebody put, dogs are insanely happy that their owners are spending all their time at home. <laughs> I mean, there you go, for all you puppy lovers out there. Um, there's, there's something that you can, that you can count on. Um, you know, uh, allegedly on here, they say that the second person has been cured of HIV, which is huge. Let's look into that. Let's do a little Google. You guys want to go along with me and do a little Google? gonna type in second person cured of HIV of the hippie as they call it let's see let's see this article was posted five days ago on medical news today hey we like that site I've used that a couple of times on on the podcast here let's dive in a little bit I think this is huge let's let's see in 2007 a man became the first person ever to whom doctors declared to be cured of HIV. At the time, they referred to him as publicly as the Berlin patient. Um, So, uh, there was a lot of things going on uh, with that. Um, But he also received a diagnosis of acute myeloid leukemia, for which he eventually required a stem cell transplant. As he was looking for a donor match, the donor had the idea to try an experiment. He looked for a donor with a specific mutant gene that made them practically immune to HIV. Let's talk about the second guy. Where's the second guy at? Uh, in the second case, the person received a stem cell transplant with cells that did not express the CCR5 gene, which produces the protein that helps the virus enter cells. The cells without the CCR5 gene were part of the bone marrow transplant, which the person was undergoing as a treatment for Hodgkin lymphoma. Man, never went beyond that. Following the transplant, and at 30 months after the person ceased anti-retroviral therapy, doctors confirmed the HIV viral load remained undetectable in the blood samples. Interesting. So, let's see. That this curative treatment is higher risk and only uses the last resort for patients with HIV who also have life-threatening hematological 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 blood malignancies. I see. So it's not like something they're just going to be passing out to a bunch of people, but... Hey, listen, if, if they came up with that much, if they're able to come up with that, you know, somebody who has, like, all these other conditions plus HIV, I mean, we're on our way, man. We're on our way. That's huge. I think that's great. 
um, one thing at a time. Apparently, a lot of stadium workers are getting paid by athletes nowadays. Um, I really think that probably owners should be doing that. But hey, if athletes are going to, you know, uh, look, I don't want to knock athletes, but I feel like some of them, I know they travel a lot and everything, but, you know, they still get paid a lot of money, like a butt ton of money. So I think it's great that they are doing that. Um, you know, like some of the, uh, so I think the owners should probably be doing that. Like, I can't imagine stadium workers make a ton of money, a ton of money day to day. Um, but I think, I think, hey, you know what? That's really nice. Um, you know, somebody on here said that Australia isn't on fire anymore. Let's confirm. Is Australia still burning? Let's learn. Let's learn together. I'm learning so much right now. Record-breaking temperatures and months of severe drought have fueled a series of deaths. While the recent cooler conditions have rained abroad, a respite more than 50 fires are still burning in the states of New South Wales and Victoria. So they have gone down. But they are still burning as a... No, that was a... When was that article? Let's see. Uh, some of these are... Some of these are really... That's February. Actually, it looks like... Looks like there's nothing recent that says that they're still burning. When was this released? When was this article? Let's find out. We need to know if... That's a January one. See? You're late. That's, that's a late January article there. Listen. Let's see. As of March 2020, by March 4th, 2020, all fires in South New Wales have been extinguished completely to the point where there were no fires in the state for the first time since July, and the Victoria fires have all been contained. Hell yeah! All right, all right. Well, there we go. Now we're talking. I mean, it seems like there's a lot, um, a lot of work to be done. But as of the fourth of just a couple weeks ago. That's great, and the forests are already recovering. <laughs> look at that, even better news, holy shit. Now, I don't know if the rainforest is still doing all right, I'm afraid to look, but hey, look, we're looking at silver linings today. You see that? The Australia's fires are out, pollution's going down. People are, you know, athletes are paying for, for workers' uh, wages because they're out of work. Freaking, yeah, man, freaking yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and here's a beautiful thought. Despite all the stuff happening, I bet you somebody met and fell in love today. Even as I'm talking, even as you're listening to this, somebody out there looked into the eyes of their future husband or wife. They looked into the eyes of their future girlfriend. They looked into the eyes of a pet that they are going to adopt. Or of a human who will adopt them. I think that's wonderful. Um, you know, and I think... I think it's a great thing. Like that's 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 a nice thought to think. You know, you ever wonder? You know, if you're, you know, I I've been I've been very clear that you know I've been going through a tough time with some things lately. But it's nice to know that when you think about it, you're like somebody else right now probably was in the same situation and probably just found somebody. Hell, for all I know, maybe you were quarantined with someone and you're like, hey, they're they're pretty all right. Or maybe you saw somebody else's cry for help. You wonder how you meet people in the weirdest ways, and they always have interesting stories. And who knows? Maybe, maybe more good things will come out of this whole disaster. I don't know. I like to believe that it can, um, and that they will. Um, you know. Let's see. What else we got on here? 
Somebody said, a lot of people are coming together looking out for one another. It seems like it always takes events like this for people to set aside their bullshit and realize what's important. Sometimes. Um, some guy said, today my daughter saw a boy walking his dog and excitedly screamed, woof, woof. This is the first time she had seen an animal and not confused it with a cat. Fish are kitty cat, birds are kitty cat, snakes are kitty cat, but she finally recognizes a dog. Well, that's cute. The daughter recognizes a puppy. Most are finally starting to learn some words and, 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 and all that good stuff. Um, you know, um, looks like somebody's found marble racing on YouTube, which I thought was over, but apparently that <laughs> apparently apparently that's still um, still a thing. Um, hey, apparently they're gonna mar- launch another Mars rover, another Mars rover in July. How about that? We're gonna go rover on on March once more. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going on? They, they found a lot of cool stuff out there in the old space hole. Uh, apparently there was that big old meteor that was going to come and whack us recently, but then didn't, because I don't know if it passed yet or if it's about to pass. Um, apparently it's a pretty big one, but, you know, it's not going to hit us. But you ever wonder what's going to happen with that? With how everybody's interacting with the coronavirus, how they'd react if, if we knew the meteor was going to smack the earth be no toilet paper everywhere, anywhere in the world, but I'm getting distracted. This is good news. We're looking for silver linings. Um, let's see. Continuing on, um, gas prices are down. That is super true. <laughs> gas prices have gone as low, low as I've seen them for a long time, which is nice. I filled up my gas tank the other day for like 22 bucks, although I did have some fuel perks that helped out a little bit, but uh, hey, listen. Take your take your take your wins when when you can get them, um, you know. For for those of you um, those of you who like your online gaming, you know that was a great opportunity to reconnect with people if you're not working. Tons of people looking for interaction. Um, you know, uh, somebody said there are less wars going on than ever before. Um, somebody said the PewDiePie uploaded a new vi- video. I don't I don't I don't know if I would necessarily say. Um, that's uh, that, that I don't know if that's good news or not. I've never really watched the guy, but hey, you know what? Who knows? And think about it like this too. I watched a video recently um, where a bunch of Italian people uh, were releasing videos of them talking to themselves in the past about how things would be and what they thought things were going to be like. And one guy said, "Hey, don't be so sad. You could learn how to play guitar or get better at playing guitar because you suck." And that one really stuck out to me because I thought, now this guy's, look, I'm under quarantine or I'm out of work for a while. I'm going to make positives out of this. I'm going to find something to be good at. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to be interested in something. Um, Try not to wallow the realizing that a couple of weeks in that they've wasted so much time just being sad about being in your home. And, uh, you know, I know it sucks to feel like, oh, I can't go to my favorite events or I can't go to... um, this parade or the bars are shutting down where I like to hang out and I know that's hard to lose your your social get you know, your, your, your social interaction your, your your escape your um your fix that you need to get through the week or through the day um but I do think it's good to be um to be grateful that you still have a place that you can retreat to and that you can call your own home and with the advent of technology now like there's so many ways to still connect with people 
and I'm hoping that you discover that if you are under quarantine or if you are, um, if you are just somebody who, who just has all these things that you like to do socially, you know, whether you like to go outside or you like to go to stores or go to bars or whatever, like, I hope that you find other ways to connect with people and to maybe inspire others to connect with you. Um, something that the governor of my state said recently that, you know, I think is important where they say, call your loved ones, especially if they're under quarantine or if they are farther away and they're also under lockdown for some reason, just to be careful, you know, let them know you're thinking about them. Uh, you know, I, I think there's nothing more powerful than somebody telling you that they genuinely care and that you're doing all right and that they miss you. Um, I think that just that, that, that genuine feeling of, of feeling connected to somebody, even for a short while, um, you know, it's very, it's very palpable. I think, um, it's easy to get lost in our own, uh, our own story, our own selfishness. We're always thinking about us and what's inconvenient for us. And it's not to say that we don't care about others or think about others, but I think it's just so easy to think poor me or why me, where, yeah, I mean, uh, where I work may very well have to shut down at some point, and we'll be out of work, and my boss is not very happy, and she's very unsettled by it, and very anxious, and I understand, um, I do, and I, I hate seeing her that way, you know, and I, and I understand that we have a lot of people call us and say, hey, we're not going to participate in the business for right now, it's really scary, and uh, we have to look out for ourselves, or, or for our, our parents who are much older, and hey, listen, I, I get it. You know, but here I am on this podcast, and just like I am at work and everywhere else I go, I'm here as a distraction, I'm here as an escape, I'm here as someone to talk to, or, or I guess to listen to, um, which I certainly don't mind you talking, if you want to find me on Instagram, or on Twitter, or, or on, on the Book of Faces, please come and talk to me, I'd love to, I'd love to chat with you, um, about anything and everything, really, uh, I know, I know the world's gonna feel like it's gonna be really small for a while, but if anything, there should feel... I think this should make you appreciate just how big the world actually is. Because um, you're going to be finding other ways to interact. And there's a lot of gaming groups that are trying to get together. And there's a lot of Reddit groups and meetup groups and things that there are. And support groups that people are just trying to look out and talk to one another. And there are a lot of resources out there for people who want to connect. And um, I'm excited to look up some myself. Uh, I recently connected with somebody just randomly uh, putting out an ad on Craigslist. I know it's dangerous, but I got a bit of a pen pal now. And I think that's exciting. Somebody who's like, I'm bored, I'm in quarantine, I don't have anyone to talk to. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but it sparked a reason to have someone to talk to, and they're really nice. And um, it's a good feeling to to feel like you're, you're, you're helping somebody, and they're helping you. You know, uh, a lot of people will, in this whole epidemic or pandemic, will not get the coronavirus. But they would still feel wrong. They would feel lost because they are being affected nonetheless by the fact that it exists. And there are some people who are suffering with it right now. And there are people who will die probably before this podcast is posted. Um, and that's just the way that cookie crumbles and it sucks. And um, we got to look on the positives here. Like there are definitely positives that can come out of this. And there, you know. You know, I hate to bring it up, but I remember when 9-11 happened, and I remember exactly where I was, and and uh, you know, what grade I was in, and, and everything that had happened, and that whole thing was awful, but one thing it did do um, was for a while there, it brought people together, 
people decided, hey, you know what? Now, I'm not saying it was all healthy all the time, but it was a way for people like, hey, helping neighbors, helping each other out, you know, um, catastrophe victims and, and health, uh, excuse me, uh, weather weather catastrophes and um, financial catastrophe and stuff. More and more people are helping out um, each other in times of duress. Uh, and, and I hope that once people realize that they that maybe they're not out completely out in the woods, but maybe they're not as far in the woods as they thought, they will relax and realize they too can can reach out and help others. And, um, you know, I said this in a previous episode that you don't have to know somebody to care about them. And uh, I've always believed that. And I, I, think, I think it's important that we... I think it's important that we understand that... Every time that we say, poor me, or I'm stuck, I'm miserable. There are literally millions of people who probably feel the same way that you do. And in a way, that should make you feel some sort of sense of solidarity. That it's not that I'm stuck, it's just that we are stuck. And we are in this together. And I really hope that, um, regardless of how this is affecting you, whether it's just affecting you because you know somebody else who's being affected, or you know somebody else who's sick, or if you know somebody who lost their job, or maybe right now you're unemployed and, and this bill hasn't been passed for you to get paid yet, whatever the case may be, um, I hope that you're able to find something to glean from all this that can make you smile or laugh or feel good. We have a lot of technology now, we have a lot of ways to communicate, we have a lot of ways to entertain ourselves, we got Wi-Fi, we got smartphones, um, you know, it'd be cool if you just write somebody a letter, like a real, a real life letter, and mail that puppy out. Would that be? Yeah, you know, maybe that's too dangerous right now. I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool though. Maybe sanitize it a bunch. Maybe send it with like a, a Clorox wipe tucked inside, <laughs> so they could wipe it down after. Um, definitely don't get the stamps that you lick. It's probably not for the best to get a lick stamp. Get one of the ones that are like pre-stuck. Also, the envelopes that are pre, you know, got the pre-glue all already on there. Better yet, maybe just write an email or send a, a, a Facebook message. Maybe letters aren't the best <laughs> to send right now. Um, maybe as this whole thing passes, perhaps. But I don't know. Just some ideas. But anyway, I hope um, I hope that you're all feeling all right. And I hope that, that, that you know, even though I was kind of reading through a Reddit list, there are good things to think about out there. Um, and, and while we certainly shouldn't praise the coronavirus for existing, it is a way to remind us that we all should care about one another. It is a way for us to remember that we are in this together and that it should be like that all the time. It shouldn't just be when disasters happen. You know, it should be, you know, we're all trying to fight for change right now with the election coming up and, and you know, it just sometimes it feels like everybody's on a team. It's not even conservative versus 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 Democrats. It's, it just feels like it's the young versus the old and, and, and the and the most the millennials versus the boomers and like the gen xers are just kind of hanging out and i don't know sometimes i just feel like it's it's an ongoing battle for for supremacy that doesn't need to happen i feel like we all need to for the same reason that younger people who may not be as susceptible to the coronavirus need to be considerate of those who are i think that those people who are older when this whole thing passes need to be more considerate about what their actions what consequences their actions could have on the millennials and zoomers that have to pick up where they left off. And I think I think this is a good opportunity for us to remember, like, hey look, 
We all have to try to make life better for each other. And, you know, it's... I almost think of it as a responsibility that, you know, we all have a stake in this, even outside of the coronavirus, to help each other thrive and to survive. And I know that humanity is still good, and I know people are still doing good things, and I know it's easy to dwell on the bad news, but there's a lot of good news out there. There's a lot of good people doing great things and trying to pass good bills and doing a lot of donations and, and, and help feed the homeless and feed the hungry and, and get supplies to people who don't have them, just like we do in... in in disaster relief it's all out there if you look for it so if you need some good news maybe just look up some good news today and and maybe maybe get back to me let me know if some of these pollution claims are true because i'd love to know that they are but the good news is we do have second person cured of hiv australia is not burning anymore um and apparently china and and venice are much cleaner because there are no tourists or less travel and i think you know what i think i think Things could be, things could be a lot worse, all things considered. So, one thing at a time, I guess. And uh, you know, we're all affected in some way, shape, or form. But, but let's let's work a little harder to give a shit about each other, huh? You know, think about yourself just like ten seconds less, and think about someone else just ten seconds more. I think you'll find that it's a nice break from yourself. But I think it's about time to wrap that up there. Um, so I know this was a bit of a meandering episode. Um, I just I just kind of want to try something. I was kind of shooting from the hip here, but uh, if you made it this far, as always, thank you sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you're wonderful. Uh, if you notice, I'm a little extra clicky or if I'm talking a little funny, I got my wisdom teeth out uh, recently, uh, just a couple days ago, and I'm still adjusting to that. Um, and it's still a little weird. Uh, it's still a little tender, actually. If I laugh too hard or if I yawn, it hurts. So um, thank you for tolerating that if you if you noticed it. Uh, I'll release an episode soon about my uh, endeavors with that because it's quite the story as well. But uh, one thing at a time. Anyway, um, thank you again for making this far. You're wonderful. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, please share this. Uh, if you do like my page on Facebook or, or Instagram where I like to share uh, either the link or snippets of this video, or excuse me, of this episode, um, please share it um, just ask one person to listen to it and give you some feedback or to give me feedback it would mean so much to me I really do want this to be successful and I'm also looking for ideas if there's anything that you would like to hear me talk about or to um, to go over in a future episode uh, I'm also I'm always looking for ideas and concepts they don't always they don't always have to be so hard um, heavy-hearted or, or, or hard-hitting or, or serious but that just happens to be kind of where some of the topics have been lately um but uh yeah it's everything's gonna be okay and thank you all for for listening and uh, as always from the bottom of my heart um i hope that you're taking care of your mind and taking care of your heart um two very important things that i say because i do genuinely hope that you are um be good to yourself and take care of each other be good to one another as I said, it's, it's a tough world out there, uh, especially nowadays uh, with everything going on. And I think the world seems a little less scary if you have somebody holding your hand. So even in this world where we may be afraid to touch one another because of social distancing, sometimes you just got to reach out and grab somebody's hand, man. Just don't touch your face afterwards. <laughs>